0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is up for a chat with Cindy O'Meara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen
1: Smith. I'm Kim Morrison, and I'm here, Cindy O'Meara. <laughs> okay, we won't do it again. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> Oh
0: dear. So, welcome to today's podcast, and it's going to be a really interesting one, actually, because we're talking all things menopause, all things old ladies, all things. Oh, I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry. I'm I did it say. out that. No, she did though. I always. said it. I said it out loud. Yes, I did. But so, for the thing- boys,
1: you can either. No, I switch say, off. No, that's no, no I say stay <laughs> on. Stay tuned because
0: things change. Yeah, they do, don't and they? You want to know how to handle things because let me tell you, fellas, it starts <laughs> to get nasty.
2: And you'll be buying a lot of everyday body lotion. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, really? she said it really? <gasps> straight to the tart. Oh, I wasn't As, even thinking of it. I was thinking of other things. They say they
1: she says. Dry a, up.
2: I'm saying I'll keep you there. She's
1: talking about everyday body oh lotion as lube. Oh, gosh. I didn't. I just thought, oh, does that help menopause? When we put moisturizer on it, well, it stop the hot flashes. Oh, no, you probably get quite hot when you... I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I realize what you're
0: going on about. <laughs> I know I what you're going as on you about. Were. Yeah. As, you as you were. As you were. Somebody's always got to go there, I doesn't... Know. You know, and it's always you. Well, it's a heavy topic. So well, we just lighten, lighten the load. Good for you. Good, good. Nice, nice. Because I was getting cranky. <laughs> Oh, well, actually, as a matter of point of fact, yes. Yes, well, I've been on what they call perimenopausal, so it's prior to the menopausal stage. And what does that look like? Well, what that looks like is um, occasional, not often, occasional <laughs> mood swings. <laughs> <laughs> I do get the hot flash. I oh, do you get the night sweat with the dinner on, dinner off, dinner on, dinner off, dinner on, dinner off, 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 the dinner dance, dinner dance, dinner uh, uh, <laughs> dance. Yeah, and, 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 uh, ah, ah. Is that only in the summer or the winter? No, I get it all year and I wake up with pools of sweat on my chest.
1: It's quite revolting. So, how long has this been happening? About two years. And how old are you? You put up with I'm it 43. For t- and you put up with it for two years? Do you Doesn't you it think think not annoy you?
0: Um, it annoys me, um, but I kind of have... Well, okay, so in the beginning, I was at war with it. I was well and truly at war with it. And the reason that I've gone into menopause a little bit earlier or perimenopause a little bit earlier is because of my um, ovaries coming out and also because of all of the stress that, that my body's going
1: What's that, Swoom? Oh, Your ovaries out? are coming out? That's <laughs> so funny.
0: Oh, did you... <laughs>
1: I came out? <laughs> Does that mean they're okay. gay? The both of them? So <laughs> you, you look so menopausal.
2: serious. I at thought me. that would stop you having menopausal problems if you have had your
1: no, ovaries. No, because it, it it
0: affects the level of the hormone production in the body, is there?
1: Yeah, because your mm. ovaries are the ones that yeah, are reproducing like your estrogen and crept. your progesterone and it's, I, Estrogen and all those beautiful things. As long as if a person's got their uterus, it's not quite
0: quite so bad. But certainly, having lost the ovaries, yes, it does have an impact. Yes, it does. So, what about people that
1: have had a full hysterectomy? Do they go through menopause? Well, they'd have to because they've got yeah. no way of bleeding anymore. So that's menopause. Menopause means pause of the menstrual cycle. Basically, it's stopped. Perimenopause means um, we're in the beginning of the end of the <laughs> menstrual the cycle. Of the end of like it it's Monty Python? I've seen I that. think it is Monty Python.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, but I'm just wondering... <laughs> Isn't she horrible? <laughs> no, seriously, I, obviously a lot of women around me are going through it and things like that. So just give me a brief background. I mean, Cindy, you and I were talking about this, and I was like... Most women in our society suffer with some form of menopausal symptoms, being a flashing mood swings, headaches, back pain, dryness, um, all of those sorts of things. Um, what, like what I'm saying? If so many
1: people are having, is that not normal? Well, like, like I just love Dr. Cheryl Selman, and um, she wrote the book Hormone Heresy. And very good. You know, we're told that it, you know, that it is a a normal process. But I love the way she says this. She goes, "But in Japan, they have no word for menopause. In actual fact, they do have a, a, a a new word for menopause, and it's called oh, sorry, for hot flashes. I should say they don't have a, um, yeah, they don't have a word for hot flashes. Sorry." And and their word that they do use, though, when they do get hot flashes, because they're beginning to get them, is hot flash. <laughs> That's just a secret. They just don't have a Japanese word for it because they don't they didn't get hot flashes. So I don't know no, if flash. it's normal. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <got> hot flash. There <laughs> yeah, they
2: are. Hot flash. <laughs> Are you kids today? <laughs> yous are just nuts. Oh, did you see? I just said yous. Yous <laughs> are just nuts, Bro.
1: Okay, so why is it me so is bad now? Japanese you know I mean? don't have it. The but Japanese apparently women. in history, the Japanese women did not have it. They're beginning to have it now because they're eating Western food. So has food got something to do with it? Or is it the fat that they're putting on, but is it producing the, the hormones? <laughs> It could be we're out. We're
0: we're out. We're you, you are such on fire today. You're such a day.
1: <laughs> but yeah, just the fact that they call it a flash. <laughs> no.
2: <sighs> yeah, <laughs> <very good. gasps> Carry on. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Sorry. You rendered us all to
1: silence. <laughs> Do you mean heaven? <laughs> I'll bring it back. I don't think so. <laughs> because they don't have a mensis, therefore they can't pause it.
0: Yeah, they have, yeah, but hang five, but hang five. I reckon they go out in sympathy. <laughs> Do Do you? Mean, although I reckon they go out in sympathy, meaning they have no idea what's
2: going on, but they're grumpy anyway. Poor buggers. <laughs> they usually, by the time their wife's going through it, they've got teenage daughters going through puberty. So it's a bit of a tough time for the movie. Really. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry, all you beautiful men out there. Oh, I yes, apologise now and advance. Absolutely, and I'm sorry for what Kim just said.
1: <laughs> but t- I guess I, 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 t- go, t- I have to tell you this because this is so funny about the men. All right, so because that was a really stupid
0: question. <laughs> I'm <was> just saying, <laughs> it was really. Wasn't it? <laughs> no, but what I find really, really funny I through puberty.
1: What I find really, really funny at the moment is that for. Thirty years of my marriage. They don't get it up very often at the end. So there must be something they go
2: through. It's called erectile dysfunction. And they go through
1: stuff as they get older. Is that their their form of menopause? Why
0: are you looking at me? I
1: I think she's asking rhetorical questions, really. I really do. (laughs) She's snorting. (laughs) Um, But what's really funny is I've been married 30 years. And for 30 years, I'm cold and my husband's hot. So the doona's off for him and on for me. Or the window's closed for me, it's open for him. Or I need more clothes and he needs less clothes. Well... Because I'm going through menopause too now. Um, mine started mid September last year. And, oh, and that how do we you know? What happened? Well, I just haven't had a cycle since mid September, which has never ever happened in the history of my cycling since I was 16. So I've just, that's menopause. That's when my that's menses paused. is paused. So it's going to come back? Well, I don't know. I've got 12 months. It should So Well, it should be until you get that 12 months because apparently it. You have to wait 12 months before you can actually say you're through. It's finished. It's done. Um, if you get it at 11 months, then you're not at menopause. You're actually started all. You're back at Perry and You're starting through menopause again. Yeah. So it must be for 12 months that you have no cycle whatsoever. But at the moment, 30. You know, after 30 years, we're now in the exact opposite. Position. I need all the windows open, all the fans on. I am. I can be outside where normally I would have a jumper on. I don't need anything on. I just have this flimsy little thing on. So you know, I'm. I'm actually getting getting quite hot um, all the time. I'm quite warm most of the time. So um, I decided that I wanted to do something about it. I just thought, I'm not putting up with this. I don't know how, like, and I ask girlfriends, and they've been, like, you said, two years. I I don't know how you do it. Like, it's only just started in the last four to five, maybe six weeks for me. Mm -hmm. And it wakes me up at night nothing wakes me at night
0: no, that, that's when I think
2: nothing. the world is not right anymore no it's not Cindy being woken I mean she slept in a yoga pose I'm not saying shavashna I'm talking in the middle of a big hard pose she fell asleep so this woman sleeps um Okay, it's a very serious topic, though, This because a lot of women out there really struggle with it. I think we've even had posts on our Facebook page asking for us to cover that topic. So can you just explain from a scientific point of view? Okay, you're saying to me that it pauses the the menstrual cycle. I'm just interested in knowing why... Does it pause? Well, no, I know why it pauses, because we don't need to have babies anymore. No, we run out of eggs.
1: When you run out of eggs... You don't ovulate, therefore there's no reason for the or the endometrium to thicken with blood and then sloth off. So you're saying that women that go through
2: early menopause, so there's women in their 30s that can go through menopause, yeah. they've run out of eggs. <gasps> is that what's
1: done it? Oh, well, look, they could have, there could be medical issues, but I'm talking about natural. Okay, natural, you're, you're given so minute,
2: many eggs. Is it true the minute we conceived, if we're a girl... Or I guess you've got, got your, your eggs. You've got your eggs. You've got, and got your the exact eggs. number of eggs. So all of us mm. have
1: different numbers of eggs. No, we all have approximately the same because everybody cycles. Most people will cycle between it could be twelve to sixteen, and it might go through till their fifties, and some women cycle into their sixties. So there's an average number of eggs. And for people who are losing, you know, their cycle in their thirties and forties, there's something definitely wrong, or they've been through IVF where they've pulled out fifty eggs at a time. I don't know. I don't really know the. Same behind IVF, exact, except that they, they throw hormones into you so that you keep ovulating and all your eggs start to, um, to come out. And then they collect your eggs. They fertilise the eggs with the sperm and then put it back in your, your system. So um, it is all about your eggs. It's how many eggs do you have. If, and if you're not ovulating, there's no need to, you know, to have periods, although some people still continue to have a, a small period um, even when they've, they've stopped the ovulation. But I know that um, right after my cycle, I did I ovulated really late, like a month, because I'm really... Aware. Aware. I've been taught how to do this. I was taught at a very young age. And I think a lot of our, our mums um, need to become educated so that we can teach our young girls that Absolutely. the pill isn't the only thing that we need to use. You, if you know your cycle then you, you have total power of your body. Some people don't even realise they ovulate. They don't even know when they ovulate. You know, they've been on the pill that long. And and that's another thing, um, you know, let, let's go back um, in our in our youth now, is that girls are being put on the pill at the age of 12 and 13 for skin issues. Mm. I can't imagine what that is doing so to it, them. It's so when, It is insane. Women insane. that are put on the pill
2: and they keep taking the pill... So they don't get a period, or you go onto that um, marina uh, no, no, or the injection Mirena, or any of those, Implanon. those. Implanon. any of those. So you're not going to ovulate. Therefore, you don't, and you don't have a menstrual cycle. <laughs> so those eggs are they storing up?
1: Well, is the, that a really dumb question? No, no, it's not a silly question, and I probably can't answer that. I can um, tell you a little bit about the marina.
0: Not because I've had it, but I've got a, um, family and friends who've got the menina. in, the, there's
1: the it releases local progesterone, so it does actually stop. It stops implantation. It doesn't Something actually. It I don't really. think it stops ovulation. No. It stops implantation. So the egg um, may may come through, and then if it's not, if you don't. Um, it doesn't. If it gets fertilized, it can't implant so that it can survive. So it implants yeah. in the um, endometrium, um, and then the placenta grows, etc. But it basically it cannot implant because the mirena is like the IUD, yeah. Except it's got a hormone releasing yeah. it, yeah. and it just irritates the uterus all the time so that the body cannot implant um, um, a baby. It can't. Do you know, it I'm- can fertilize a baby, but it, it's like an abortion. It just. It's it's basically it's fertilized but it can't survive because it can't implant. I'm thinking we need to get Dr. Cheryl Selman on the show. I would love Dr.
2: Cheryl and Selman. And she's due back down under again. She comes back down every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I think one of our, I think we need to email her so that yeah. we get more of the technical stuff because I'd hate for people to think that we were the experts in this. So what mm. I'd, I'd love us to experience or to investigate here is what you're doing mm. with the symptoms and the knowledge you have, what you're doing so that you two go through all this shit before
1: I get there. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding at
2: all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, Not that,
1: many that was what this was all about. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, like the first book I ever read on menopause. It was long before I, I, I started to go into it, and it's quite funny. For twenty years, people are saying, "Please write a book on menopause," and I'm thinking, "Well, I haven't been through it. I don't understand what you're going through. I feel like I can't write a book." or unless I experience it, unless I understand it. You know, like I experience food because I'm eating it. But to write a book on menopause, I never experienced it. So it's probably good for all the people out there that have been asking me for 20 years to write a book on menopause. It'll be out next year. It'll be out. (laughs) But this is my experience. It's nobody else's experience. But I remember the first book I ever read on it was called The Power of... of, I can't remember... I don't remember the name of the author, but I remember reading it. It was about when a woman goes into menopause, they think it's the end of their life. Mm. But in actual fact, it's the beginning of their life because they've paid their debt to society. They have given all their eggs. They have born babies, if that's what they've done. They have done what they needed to do in order to propagate the species. Now it's their time to be free and it's when progesterone becomes more dominant than estrogen so estrogen is is usually more dominant but but when we cycle our progesterone and estrogen are going up and down it's at ovulation no it's at the i think it's at so at ovulation, all the hormones are, are at their peak and then they start to go down and then what happens is you get your period and then they start to peak up again at ovulation. So it's a cyclical thing. So when you um, go into menopause and you've got no more eggs, progesterone becomes the, the prominent hormone. That's, that's, that's why right, people take good. progesterone cream when they go through menopause because they're estrogen-dominant, not progesterone-dominant. So progesterone dominance actually is youthing. And and people just don't realise that. It actually becomes a youthing hormone for women who have paid their debt to society. They're now free as birds. You know, basically they're not going to get pregnant. They have no more debt to pay. They can live their life out as wise women or teachers or anything like that. Do, do you see? Like it put out to pasture. It put out? No, they're <laughs> not put out to pasture. You were having a real moment there.
2: She just put us out to pasture.
1: <laughs> we were just getting empowered
2: then, weren't we? Totally. <laughs> I, read I just saw all those happy cows that started doing the milking it, and they danced.
1: It's tr- the exactly. It, 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 I guess it is. We're being put out to pasture to enjoy our lives and to and to live without um, a commitment to another child, except a grandchild maybe. <laughs> or grandbaby dogs.
2: Absolutely. Yes,
1: exactly. Grandpuppies. Yeah, grandpuppies. So
2: why has CARES started at 41? She hasn't got any ovaries.
0: And also it's hereditary. My mum started quite young.
2: But Is it?
1: Well, apparently. I mean, who knows? Well, I yeah, I and know. it might be the, that amount of eggs. Like, there's an average amount of eggs. It's like, you know, pregnancy is average nine months. It doesn't have to be right on. Like, this whole thing where, you know, after two weeks... Once you've hit nine months and two weeks, they want to um, induce the baby because that's the medical science of it. But I know a woman that she said her gestation was eight months. And there are some women who have a gestation that's nine and a half months, ten months. Mm. And what I find really intriguing is that the French calculate their gestation differently mm. to the Australians, which means that their gestation is nine and a half months and then at ten months is when they're thinking things are getting a little bit dangerous. So why are we at nine and a half months it's really like i just find this whole thing of how many eggs do we have mm. and sometimes we might um dispel two eggs and that's when you get identical twins oh no no that's not when you get identical twins it's when you get fr- um, fraternal, fraternal twins? twins fraternal twins or identical no identical is a splitting of an egg it's one egg split beg your pardon. and fraternal is so, two definitely. eggs are released and then you get triplets and some people have eight you know who you know like you don't know how many eggs you're releasing at any one time, and it could be the strength of the estrogen that releases more. Who knows what it could be? It could be, you know, we we actually don't have a complete science behind that. They do know though if they give drugs, they, they can do some... release more and more. Okay. So, do some women breathe through menopause? Well, I think they do. Like, as I I hear they do. Well, the Japanese obviously do because their only word for hot flashes. <laughs> we can start that again if you'd like. <laughs> Look, I think some people do, but the majority don't. And I think it's What's because. What do you I think we, it's a it's a passage of, of 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 our life, and I actually don't think that the symptoms that we get that are furious are right. I don't think they're right, and if I did think they were right, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now, because you know, I'm being woken up at night. Um, I'm getting hot during the day. I'm a lot hotter than I've ever been. Um, I actually, and I know everyone's going to laugh at me, but I actually gained 1.5 kilos and I just went, what's happening here? You know, my eating hasn't changed. My exercise hasn't changed. Why is this all of a sudden happening? So I decided to revisit um, the four-phase fat elimination protocol. Because when I first did it, I said, if you do it right, you should never have to do it again. But what's happened is that I'm obviously eating a food. That's my belief. This is Remember, this is my belief. I'm obviously eating something or I have excess um, fat that's creating hormones. Because remember, fat releases hormones. <laughs> it releases around 20-plus hormones that we know of, but one of them is leptin. Leptin is the master hormone controller. So I'm like going, All right, well so something's not working and I've got to figure out what it is because I'm not putting up with this. There's no well, I don't have people put up with this for more than a day, let alone <laughs> you know, two years. And and I was talking to a girlfriend this morning, we went for a swim and I, I, I mentioned to her that I was on my protocol. She says, What do you need to go on the protocol for? And I went <laughs> For my health, you know, this is this is this is the sign that says this, this is a two by four. This is the two by four hitting me, going, "Are you listening yet?" Mm. There's something that you're doing. Or I you- love that about you. I
2: love the fact that you're a healthy, beautiful, amazing woman, and yet you're still. It's almost like we're striving for perfection or striving for being the better, better yeah. part of ourselves. And, and if there's a problem, how do we do that? So, And you know I won't do drugs, so I go, well, what else have I got to do? But, but even, uh, can I ask you this? Again, I don't know, excuse my ignorance, but a lot of people that go on to HR therapy and things like that, they are very
1: disappointed or there's mm. issues or a lot mm. of side well, issues. Well, you know, and the, and some of the research is pointing to the fact that it increases breast cancer. Yeah. So I, like, I'm not prepared to, like, and I don't do it out of fear. I, I do this out of curiosity. Mm. Can I get rid of it? Is it possible? Is it a food that I'm consuming? Is it because I've got a extra weight on, you know, because I'm not, uh, I'm not like Anna, my coach, and this is my coach for changing habits, says, you know, I think you could lose three kilos, Cindy. And I went, oh, thanks, Anna. <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. And then the next day she says to me, I was a little bit hard, wasn't I? <laughs> I went, no, I, you know, I've been thinking about that I have to do it because I, I have this sore finger that's just... Yeah, you were talking about this before because Yeah, that's not going away. And now these hot flashes, and I just went, you know what? It's time for me to see if I can make a difference. And if I can make a difference... Um, surely my body's not that much different to everybody else's maybe then we can talk about well what is it that we need to look at and and could it be a food that i'm consuming that's causing the problem or could it be that extra couple of kilos that may be increasing the amount of hormones that are being produced you know it like i just i actually find this really interesting i find myself a little bit of a I, I've time to have an experiment. I was just about to say, yeah. I think you look at yourself like a bit of a test tube. Yeah, yeah, I do. And, I, and you know what? I think you do too, Karen. I because do. I watch you <laughs> play with what works best for you. And I, I love the way you yeah. do that. You, you're always going, this isn't working. I'm going to go here. But you know what most people do? They just keep doing the same thing and they expect a different result.
2: Well, no, they end yeah. up going on to a different drug or a different thing and then blame the doctor or blame the medicine. or bl- Like Seriously, they'll say, oh, that drug didn't work or that didn't happen or that wasn't good for me or he said, she said. I think what's extraordinary about you both is that you are constantly educating yourselves. Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing. I th- or I'd like to think we all think like that. But I just want to ask you, Karen, do you think that this whole menopause, because I'm going to say something interesting that my mother said to me, My mum's gone through menopause for over 10 years. Oh, wow. And suffered with it badly and did HRT and then went off that and tried to do it naturally and everything. And she said to me one day, you won't have the problems I've got. You're much Mm. more in tune with your femininity than I ever have been. Oh, wow, how beautiful. Well, I looked, it was a lovely comment, but I thought it was an interesting comment mm. um, based around our acknowledgement as, as women and, and the mindset we have around. It. I mean, we, as in this society, are constantly berating ourselves, mm. never saying we're good enough, never mm. thinking, is that the body's way? And oh, mind you, Cindy's not that. She doesn't sit there saying she's not good enough.
1: No, but I think that, you know, um, um, i I Like, I, no, I, I, I think. You beat yourself up? Yeah, you know? I I don't beat myself up very often, but every now and then I go. Why didn't I know that information? Why don't I know that? Mm. So I, I'm actually going. I need to learn more, and I think that's a, a form yeah. of beating up. You know, I should know that information. Why? Why has it taken me two years to find that? And yet, this person's been talking about it for two years. You know, like so. Mm. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I but see, there's yeah. the thing. You know, like
0: everything happens if, if, you, if you look back and reflect or not even look back but if we reflect on one of the other podcasts we were talking about you know this transpersonal psychology that mm. there's this great mind orchestrating the symphony of life you were never supposed to have the information mm. two years ago you were only supposed to have it now and what's right is what's right but we do we beat ourselves up because we live in a world that's very competitive and the com- competition and the dynamic is very masculine whereas the nurturing and the support is very feminine and it's just the dynamics of, of the two genders. And we live in an environment that's heavily masculine, it's heavily patriarchal. My view on it, and I am no expert, and I, you know, I only do what I feel is right for me. So listeners, please, don't follow me. <laughs> I'm really just saying that out loud. Um, for me, I just do what's right for me in this context in that in the very beginning, when I started going through it, I was devastated because I was forty. I was just—I think I was just over, just past forty, and um, forty-one. Anyway, either all. And I was devastated because I felt like a part of me had been taken, and I was very resentful against Bali. And I was very resentful, and it was the first time that I actually felt resentment about being blown up because I thought, "You've robbed me," because of the stress that my body's been under. Um, you know that all has all contributed to the tumors that were in my ovaries so I felt very resentful and it took me a while but then um, interestingly enough and I'm looking at one of the books you've got here make peace with your plate Mm. by Jess Ainsco, I coach Jess um, each month as her speaking coach and we were creating a presentation and the presentation that we created was ending the war with your plate And it was after I'd done that session with Jess that I started to look at where I was at war with myself and where I was at war with aspects of myself, and one of them was that. One of them was definitely the stage that I was going through. I was getting my period every three weeks, and it became every two weeks, and then it didn't come for three months, and then I got it like every week, and then it was just spotting, and then I got nothing for three months, and it was just this constant
1: craziness. Craziness.
0: Whereas I was bang on 28 days and lasted for four to five days all my life, you know, really never any problem with it. But I decided that I was going to end the war with that. And I, and in this case, I've been a work in progress in all contexts. What I've become very aware of, and it's amazing that you should raise the point, Kim, in the femininity, because I've always been in a very masculine, I've always been very masculine. And you can tell by the way I dress on stage and the way that I, am always in a t- polished suit with the big shoulder blades and the big shoulders. Big shoulder blades. Big shoulder blades and stuff. I,
1: I actually have always thought you to be... Very feminine. Very Princesses. feminine. Well, Princess. feminine with your makeup and your mm. hair and your shoes and your... Look, eyes. I actually... Am, I, am, I am incredibly feminine mm. and I am
0: incredibly girly. When it comes to business, when it comes to business, I am ferocious. I am ferocious, not mm. outside, of, and it's always been that way. I've always been incredibly feminine in the outside of business, but when it comes to business, I'm ferocious, and I'm a machine, and I am the world's most competitive creature you'll ever come ah, across. So
1: that's your very masculine... Oh, for
0: goodness sake, it's off the chart. It's off the chart. If anybody's ever come into the marketplace to compete with me, you want to hear what goes on between me and <laughs> <two years. laughs> They want to be very afraid. And I'm, you know, I've always,
2: I've always... We won't be doing that. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll teach anyone to speak. No, I won't either.
1: I Nor do mind stuff. No. I don't know anything about the mind, do you? <laughs> what? No. What mind? We don't even know what, what it is. Who? Who are we?
2: What's my
0: name again? <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> but it's been, it's been interesting. It's been really, really interesting. And I've always pride, I've always had great pride in that, thinking that's my edge. Mm. But it also is my my Achilles heel because it breaks me. And it really breaks me. Like it bleeds me dry. And listen to my language. Breaks me and bleeds Bleeds me dry. dry. Interesting. Very interesting. And because that's always been my language and it burns me out and it makes me feel older than I am, that's always been my language. Mm. So when I decided to end the war with myself um, around that, I stopped. Well, I, I, and I'm a work in progress. Make no mistake about it, because I do still struggle with the dynamic aspect of myself around business. I am still highly competitive, and I, you know, I'm working on that. And I'm very heavily working on bringing femininity into my day to day, and getting support and nurturing
1: and stuff for myself. Yes, we We've working been talking on? about, and you are a work in progress on that one because mm-hmm. I have been seeing you down. A Lullabar beach. Oh, absolutely! I have seen you take time out. Well done.
2: Yes, yes, mm. I
1: have. Well Made done. Making real effort.
2: <laughs> see um, how she is in twelve months before we give her a full pass. Yes, <laughs> okay. Yes. We'll f- see all full, four seasons.
0: A full <laughs> menopause. A <laughs> Menopause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But since then,
1: yeah,
0: um, I've also. In terms of ending the war, I've ended the war with everything, or I'm really working on ending the war with everything, and I've ended the war with eating animals. I've ended the war with my food because I was making my food my enemy. So I've ended the war with lots of things, and this is only for me. Since I've been vegan, my cycles are not so erratic, Um, and this is just me. And I've been seeing a chiropractor twice a week and getting NET, the neuroemotional technique strategy, Mm -hmm. twice a week. Um, and I've been doing that now for, what am I on to, about four months? And my cycle now, I haven't had a period in, um, I'm up to I think about 31 days right now. Whereas before, it was every couple of weeks. Because I've gone from being sporadic and all over the show to every couple of weeks. Mm. Um, and it's been 31 days as of today. So I don't know um, what the answer is, but... I'm very, I'm very clear that if I get a hot sweat and it wakes me up in the night, I just go thanks for no, thanks for letting me know I'm alive and then I go back to sleep. Mm. I'll mop up the sweat and I'll change the damn sheets in the morning and I'll go through that all the, you know throughout the course of the day and I've always got either um, you know I drink gallons of water because I'm hot 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 through the day um, and even you know the last winter. I was hot, hot, hot. There were times when I was freezing, but I was hot, hot, hot. <laughs> so, but I'm just, I'm not going to be at war with it. And whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I don't know what else to do.
1: But you know what? I I'm think not it, an expert. I think know? it is right. And I would like to um, uh, quote a very dear friend of mine by the name of Karen Smith. Oh. Mm. Who says everything's perfect. Mm. Mm. And, and well. so everything that you um, were thinking... And went through and had to endure, or um, you know, it, it's all perfect. And if it were, didn't happen, I mean, if it mm. if it wasn't meant to happen, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And it's all about you becoming a better person. That, mm. You know, like, and I I always have that in my head. When you um, first, when I first heard you say that, I would say, well, this is the way it's meant to be. I can't change this. Mm. Oh, well, I can't change it because it's in the past. Mm. But what can I do? To improve it, mm. but when you see that, when you realize everything's perfection, and you see the thread of the tapestry, as we talked about last week with Anina Mojani, yeah, you know, when you see the thread of the tapestry, all of these things are <clears throat> are we meant. You know, what's that that new science you were telling us about? Psycho, oh, transpersonal psychology. You know, and everything you touch and weave through actually forms your life and everybody else's lives around you. And think yeah. about how many people we actually do touch. So. You know, me going through this menopause, if I had breezed through this, I probably would never write about it. Or well, you would have thought everyone else was a wuss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it was her way. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't anymore. I like it, I. like Actually, it's really interesting how it's changed since I've gone on. I'm only on day four of um, P2. Mm. So I'm only, you know, just in the beginning of it. But from going from three hot... Um, flashes a night yes. and waking me up, yeah. I'm down to one. Ah wow. Down to one. My first one on the first night of the elimination. So um, on day going into day two and on to day one, oh my gosh, it woke me up for half an hour. Mm. I'm like going. Hello. Hello, it's I'm getting so worse. It's not work getting better. <laughs> I am too because I was tossing
0: Hang on, aren't we staying somewhere together in the same room? <laughs> yeah, next week. Oh we are too. Do you know what? You're gonna have both of us—a <laughs> To peri and a minnow. Right. Budge, I read a book by Marianne Williamson called *The Age of Miracles*, mm. and it's about menopausal women. And she, you know, she really refers to it as our as our phases of enlightenment. Mm. Um, and I don't know about you, but certainly for me, I've never felt more enlightened over the last couple of years. I felt like the greatest knowledge, the greatest experience of the grandness of life is being revealed.
2: Does it you know? make you question and challenge things because we go through these changes? Like, when you think about it, when the body's challenged in a way, you start searching, educating yourself,
1: becoming more. I think more, the, Yeah, yeah. No, so I, maybe I, menopause I, isn't a bad thing. No, maybe it's not. And maybe it will take me searches. to another um, point of of feeling great. Like, I know when I first did the full-face fat elimination protocol, I was jumping out of my skin. And so was my brain. Mm. Um, not about my mind because I didn't know where that was. So <laughs> You
0: know, we need to bump a bumper sticker up for a chat. Where's my mind? I
1: don't know. <laughs> well we don't. We actually don't know it's in our skin. It could be Where's our my head? Head? never mind.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: can somebody
0: who does stickers make that a sticker? Where's my mind? Never mind. <laughs> oh can somebody please do that? And just put a little up for a chat, it's gotta be pink with white writing. Can somebody please make that and send us a thousand? <laughs> But what I
2: find honestly awesome.
1: What I find really interesting is that my first sign and symptom was my little finger. I wasn't having any menopausal problems and now the two by four has come in. And I think a lot of people forget to look at their their little signs and symptoms and realise that it's it's a two by four. Mm. And it might only be a little two by four, but it was a two by four and I was I was dealing with it. It didn't bother me, you know. The only time it bothered me in the morning when I crunched it down to feel whether it was sore or not. Actually, that's less sore. <laughs> ah, look at that! That is less sore. That's interesting. Anyway, I'll tell you more we're, we're, as we, we do. do, as we mm. go on. I'll let make sure I let people know. So you're in phase two. I'm only in phase two. And I'm only up to day, day four. four, and it's really interesting. The second time, I always said I'm never doing it again. Remember Kim? Kim and I did it together. You know, I said I am never doing it again. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's a breeze. Like right now, the second time around, because I know what's happening, I know You're all, doing all about day. it, um, and, and there's a real there was a real purpose why I did it then, but there's a real purpose why I'm doing it now. And it, all it is is elimination. So if people are wondering what this is and they've not heard of it before, it's really an elimination. So we're just eliminating many foods, um, and we're just reduced to just a few foods. And then um, in three weeks or when this finishes, I'll start to add foods back in and just see what is causing it. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things things we could give advice on on what to do
2: do you think like what are some of the things that you are doing if you were going to say someone have you tried this
1: so one of them obviously is do the hcg well we'll do an elimination yeah so you could do the hunter gatherer one or you could do um the hcg if you're really like me like i and i only have three kilos to lose but but I,
2: i i actually think the protocol particularly with eliminating all grain
1: most sugar, all dairy, all dairy. I think, and when not- we're saying most sugar, let's just make that clear: there is no sugar. There's only fruit. So that's that sugar. Well, I just yeah. have a different mindset yeah, around yeah. the word sugar now yeah, because I do. know that fruit <laughs> is sugar. So uh,
2: that's, you know, like for me, understanding that that to me the HCG is, I don't even look at it as a weight loss protocol anymore. I look at it definitely as, mm. a, as a, detox. And a detox protocol. Mm, definitely. Definitely detox because it's only when you introduce new foods do you notice change and it's only when we're clear do we actually notice the irritation. Mm. So... I think it's a very powerful thing to do, and, and I'd even recommend women like me. That's probably why I loved the eight week sugar detox I did. In a way, it was very HCG, except I could all, I could, you um, could exercise. More, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't eat more. In fact, I probably ate less. So you ate less than the, the minimum amount, hundred grams of meat. Honey, I didn't have dinner. You were allowed fifty grams of protein at night. Oh gosh. So, you know. so and
1: that was only meat, oh, no celery. So, you? so you'd survive, I wouldn't. Karen oh. would survive, I wouldn't. No, she wouldn't, it's but meat. No, that's what I mean. You're not even allowed it though.
2: No. So so <laughs> I'm just saying, like all the, what I think is interesting, you said it just before, don't do what I say. Like I'm just saying that yeah. I think it's interesting the three of us take on different approaches and I think that's yeah, the beauty really. of it. Yeah. Is trying to find a lesson to ways that work for others. So someone like me that loves to work out and train and run long distance That worked for me. Yeah. It still worked for me losing weight on the HCG, but what I learned more out of the HCG Mm -hmm. was that mind clarity, Mm -hmm. which I also got on the sugar detox, um, that unbelievable... Inspirational thoughts, and people say you're glowing,
1: that euphoria that's euphoria, but it frustrated you. I must admit, it frustrated you. The protocol, which was um, the HCG one, my full face fat elimination. Oh, only because I was told I couldn't have it, I think a, it was a mindset. Well, but Never then mind. I watched you <laughs> do that eight week one, and even though you, you would say, Oh, I just did this, I shouldn't have done that, I, I was pretty amazed that you stuck with that for mm. that eight week period with mm. such enthusiasm. With, yeah, she mm. did, yeah, she did have and then. Now we look at Karen, what she's doing. You oh, my God! Karen, well, I'm sitting here
2: thinking, could I do what Kaz is doing? And I don't think this is about what you should or shouldn't do. Those no, it's listening. what's right for you. I think the biggest thing i got out of that, someone emailed me the other day and said, could you please tell me all the details of what you did for the eight-week sugar detox? I'd really like to do it. da 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 Do you think I could do this? Do you think it could do that? And I went back going, oh, honey, I am such a work in progress. It's not funny. Yeah, um, I've, had a,
0: I've had a bunch of messages just lately because I've been posting lots of stuff on my Facebook page about, you know, I made raw sushi. Oh, I was fabulous. <laughs> anyway, um so lots of I don't I know. Lots of people have been wanting my eating plan. Yes. I don't have an eating plan. Please don't follow me because really, it's just it's it's about working out what's best for it, everybody.
1: And it is, ourselves. and and I watched you really, really work through these last couple of years, um, mm. what's working for you, and and obviously you will find what works for you. And many people they don't want to go through what you've been through. Mm. They don't want to have to um, the trial and the error. trials and errors. But that's what it is in the end. I think I think there is a basis, and the mm. basis is real food. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. All three of us are on that basis. We're all on that basis. We're all about real food and we're all about clean food. And ethical. And ethical and, and, and sustainable food. So... We're all on that, mm. but it's really interesting that I am definitely the meat eater in the in the family. <laughs> you can have that, sweetie. Yeah, and you and, and Kimmy is is somewhere between Karen and I because Karen's vegan, complete yes. vegan, and and raw and raw, yeah, yeah. raw vegan and fruitarian even. Yeah, 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 she's becoming the fruitarian with a little bit of green at the end. Mm. So I I actually I actually find it intriguing that the three of us do these podcasts, and yet we have. Totally different eating styles.
0: It's amazing, isn't yeah, it? it really actually, is. I said that to you the other day. Yeah. I said, you know, I, I, I wonder how it all goes. Like, how do our listeners actually feel about the fact yeah. that there's such difference in us? Um, you know, and you were actually very supportive,
2: love. You're very swarish. I well I, th- well, I think that having three different views, it just means that we're not sounding judgmental of anyone or anything. Mm. We're embracing all. But also you... You're you being an amazing beacon of light for people out there that don't want to eat meat and don't want to mm. do that stuff, and, and to know that there's a way of doing it that feels good, and and that's.
0: But I do want to say that I'm no expert on it, though. I really want to be clear Who about is? that. You know, Cindy. you yeah,
2: even Cindy. <laughs> you just heard her before saying how yeah. she
1: feels like she wishes she would known that two years ago. She doesn't. She even and, think and, she's and I remember an I was a vegetarian sixteen years for sixteen years. So I'm a work in progress. I do have a lot of knowledge on food because I think that Cindy's both of you have an expertise in research.
2: Yes. Like you're both very, very good it's at research. That, That's that. true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. High five to that. We that do, knowledge. we read a lot, I must admit. <laughs> but so do you. Well I do read a lot, but it doesn't stay in. <laughs> Like, oh. You are so funny with
2: that. <laughs> it goes in one ear, I can repeat it once and then it's gone. No, I actually, mean, you can never repeat mind. it ten times. My favourite line now is never mind because <laughs> I never had one. <laughs> With your mind? <laughs> no, but I'm it's not in your with that skin. I'm oh, okay. She just says it's okay. I'm good with it now. I'm embracing my never mind. I'm a never never land.
0: Um, but oh, that's
2: that's. Can we
0: go and get that as a tattoo? All three of us. Never mind. I think that's
2: awesome. Maybe that's the title of this podcast. Never mind. Yeah. Um, what mind? Never mind. Um, but what I want to ask you, Kaz, is do you think you've reached <laughs> euphoria with what you're doing? Cindy, do you think you've reached euphoria? Because as far as understanding this, with menopause, bringing it back to, from it, is it just diet, do you both think,
1: or is it something bigger and grander? Well, it has to be something bigger and grander. It's not just diet. It's, you know, like I have such a huge belief in food. You've had children. You haven't had children. Yeah, Does that yeah. have a part to play with menopause? Uh, who knows? Who knows? And everybody's different. Like, I know someone who's had three children and has been gone as long as you have, Karen, for two and she's like really in a bad way with it, but she won't do drugs, but she won't do diet either. I tried to talk her into that, but anyway, you got to do you know like if you want to if you want it to be different. if she complains. You can't do the same thing and expect things to be different. Not really. She never she never complains. She just told me about it because I asked her. I said, Have you been going through menopause? And, and you know, and then you know, it's when you ask the question that people start to tell you what's happening to them, um, and with everything. I, look, I what think we're all your girls. Work? What would you say to your girls or to to women in
2: their 30s who are going to approach menopause, there must be some fundamental or foundation type of things that you would both believe would be a good place? Like, for instance, get off junk food. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to say to you both... You know, is it about the femininity? Is it but about I'm not on junk food, it...
1: and why am I getting it? No, I know, but yeah, but so... that's what I'm
2: saying. So, would you say definitely? But definitely for you, it would be that would definitely be something at least. Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Yeah, look, definitely. But why? You know, why I eat so cleanly, and I have. Do you both have a lot of sex? <laughs> did, <laughs> she asked, did she ask us that question? And neither of us know what to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not going to answer well, gonna her answer one because bit because
0: it will, will incriminate this us. This means, that means no. <laughs> because I know I have friends, Cindy, who listen to this <laughs> and they don't tell Matt everything I say. <laughs> <laughs> Matt gets Facebook Let's just quotes.
1: say, let's just say, you know, on, on Anzac Day lest we forget. we have said that a couple of
2: times <laughs> in time. <tarp. laughs> interested <laughs> well, well this oh, is why we need cheryl because, when dad,
0: because at least she'll talk about how much how many times she gets it but, but you know is but it, she's not married well she probably gets it more than everybody <laughs> <then>. <laughs> she's, she's probably rocking that ring
2: <laughs> um you know does it help to be you know are they no, you've got to give me some fundamentals girls because i am here. here's my thought on it okay mm-hmm. i would say relax i would say chill honey bunny chill
0: I would also say um, do what Cindy's doing in terms of eliminating foods and then introducing and seeing how that works. I certainly did that. I went, I, but I made peace with myself, and I made peace with everything in my life. Because the way that I see things is how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if I was at war with my menopause or perimenopause, I was going to be at war with lots of things, and it was true. When I looked at the things that I was at war with, I'm at war with my business because it better be a damn success. So I go to war to fight a battle every day, and I'm at war with lots of different things. I well, was at, at war with lots of different things because I will fight, I will fight tooth and nail, and I will never give up. And I'll never, I don't care how many times I fail, I just will never give up. So my mindset was about being at war with things um, as opposed to being at peace with things and being with things. It doesn't mean I don't have to have them in my life, just just being at peace with them rather than getting up to fight the good fight. Um, And for me, certainly that process has changed the way that i see myself and that process has changed in terms of the way that i interact and i'm a work in progress with the femininity in business Mm. i'm definitely feminine outside of business but in business femininity is something that i'm really (laughs) working on and this year's programs are all epic entrepreneur is all about the feminine whether you're a man or you're a woman it's still all about bringing femininity because there's balance oh do i have
1: a new seminar to go to you do oh yeah what are the dates oh yeah what
0: are the 24th through
1: the 26th of july oh i'm coming I'll put those I'll there. there. Yeah. And it's a, is um, it, catered? It, it will be. <laughs> it'll be love. vegan, and raw vegan. <laughs> and no, it should be fruitarian by then, and it'll yeah. all be fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some chicken.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> it'll
0: be on the Sunshine Coast too. Um, so yes, I would say relax. I would say check the diet, but I would also check the things that you're at war with, and and, and look, I think find I think feminine a good point. because mm.
2: femininity is nurturing and it's mm. supporting. But this is why. So I, I would love to add to it doing rituals. Lighting a candle, absolutely. Yes. A beautiful placement down when you have your meal. I just set up my whole desk. Poor Danny, mm. it was his desk, but I figured he's not at home anymore. Bugger much. him! Mm-hmm. So out has gone all the cricket stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anything yeah. masculine yeah. has gone. <gasps> of course, it's all there, isn't it? And my desk stuff is now pretty oh, and girly. Nice. And I've even got an owl there, reminding me of the wisdom in me. I've oh. got a little bunch of flowers. I've got my vaporizer there. I've got a oh, white. So I just light. Don't know if I could
1: go there. Oh
2: no, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so little. I think
1: yours is pretty feminine.
0: My office? No, it's not. My office is. It's the... cleaner than mine. Well, it's, it's cleaner. cleaner. Clean. Mine's just clean. cluttering with. It not
2: mean feminine.
0: Clean, for me, clean, clinical. Not a what, photo. not a bad
2: thing though. Not a photo, not a
0: bit of colour. <laughs> yeah, but you've got, butter you got butterflies. I don't have butterflies. Show me a butterfly in you my You have that big
2: butterfly on the wall. Has mm. it gone?
0: you just you your dad? You
2: the big butterfly, your dad? Oh yes, yeah,
0: no, that's in another room. Sorry, dad. It's gone. No, that's in another room.
2: But bring it back.
0: Yeah, work in progress.
2: Work in progress. I've we the, will only attend the 24th to the 26th of July when we see some femininity going on in that office. Well, I've got the, I've got the vaporizer. <laughs> yes. Do you know we teach what we need to learn? Absolutely. That's exactly my mm-hmm. exactly. point.
0: Ex- and I make no bones about that. Yeah. We teach what we need to learn. I can hardly wait because mm. I love going
1: to yours. <laughs> oh, good.
0: so good. Okay, it's so so what an experiential event too.
1: Oh, wonderful. So be
0: prepared to live fearlessly.
1: Yay. Yes, mm, be prepared wonderful. to live fearlessly What else would you girls recommend? Well, well I'm just, I actually agree with you, chill Just mm. chill, um, what else did you say? Chill and... Chill honey bunny, chill, and, uh, chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, Listeners, nobody... are you noting that I actually would like
2: that to be a mirror reflection of their words? Because I ain't got no problem about menopause at
1: all I haven't hit there yet But these two Mmm well the, the, mm. no the thing is is that if we do everything that we can to be healthy, then when we hit menopause, if we do have an issue, then we need to to look at well, what is it that I need to deal with and um, And when you get to the point where you can 't take it any longer and you 're thinking I need drugs that 's when you might need to do something and i and I must have got to that point because. Like I had minor symptoms of it and then they just got stronger and stronger and my finger got sore and sore. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I, I went, I, I have to I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. So so your piece of advice would be My piece of advice whispering. is listen to any whispers. Listen to your whispers. But as you, you know, it's like the rest of your life we do it all the same. Like I'm the type of person is that I can't imagine it until I experience it. I really can't. And I remember I remember um, as a young girl, and here we go back to fear again, but as a young girl being very fearful of losing my mother, very fearful of losing my mother, if I heard an ambulance when she was out, I would go, mom, where's my you know, mum? This is before I had children. Mm. I always worried about my mum and my dad, but more my mum. And then when I lost her, mm. I didn't know what... I thought I knew what that was going to feel like, but I actually didn't know what that was going to feel like because it felt very different to what I thought it was going to feel like. So I look at menopause exactly the same, is that I didn't know what it was going to feel like until I got there, and I wasn't prepared to put up with what's happening. So I'll do something about it. So it's about... Taking each step of your life as it comes, such as puberty happens, you know, and then I didn't know what being pregnant was about. I didn't know what giving birth was. I remember my first baby giving birth to my first baby and thinking, that's what they're all talking about. I thought the same thing. Exactly. You go, you're in a club
2: now. I actually thought they were all wusses. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I was only in
2: the first stage of pregnant of labour and I thought, Oh, this is labour.
1: <gasps> oh, oh, oh you God. weren't in transition. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well whereas, you know, like and so I'm I'm very much an experienced. Do you remember when we had do you remember we had Sandy on? That was just she beautiful. talked about the ebb and flow of life.
2: Mm. So I would imagine if we look at at menopause in the same way, there is a, a pushing and a Pulling, there's a there's a pain and a joy, there's a a change and a stagnant. There's, it's constantly evolving. I guess it's also
1: about the way in which you approach it. Um and, and for some my only concern Or think about it as well. Mm. You know, do you see it as a power to pass a passage to power? That was the name of the book. Passage to power oh, by oh, Julie beautiful. Kenton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Leslie Kenton. Leslie Kenton, oh, thank what you. A beautiful yeah, passage on. to Power. Yeah. yeah, Leslie Kenton. That's right. Oh. Um, and and it, whether you view it as a power to pa- a passage to power or whether you view it as oh my gosh, getting I'm getting hard. old, it's the end of my life, I'm cribbling up and yeah, I'm yeah, becoming right. an old you know, as opposed to moist. As a <laughs> We're both under the table, just in case anyone wanted to know what that means to us. The skin, the skin, like looking dried and wrinkled. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, right, you're yeah, right.
1: We know where your we know where your mind we know where her mind
0: is. We know we actually yeah, so do in the gutter. <laughs> if you're looking for it, it's, it's,
1: out in, it's in the right gutter.
2: There. Never mind.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, um, so yeah, mine is. Yeah. Do the best you can with looking after yourself and when a crisis comes or something, a challenge comes, don't see it as something, oh my gosh, see it as, okay, this is a challenge, this is something I've, I've got to deal with, how am I going to deal with it, this Do is you involve problem. information. Do you involve your men in this process so they understand Yes, I throw you? the dooner on my husband you and then then I can't. put the fan on me. <laughs> Are they grumpy with it? Not at all. I, no, there's no grumpiness whatsoever. No, so that's another thing. Like, how
2: do you relate to your men about this? Is it important to talk about it? He's it? just wrapped now that I like the window open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because Matt is the direct opposite. Matt doesn't like breezes when he's sleeping. Oh. No, is mean, And Matt has to sleep by the window. It's just a rule. Wherever we go, wherever there's a window, he's got to be by the window. But if
1: he doesn't like a breeze, why does he want the window? I don't
0: know. I don't know so he can jump it's just I think it is I think it's that okay but when she's annoying him he's got to be he's got to be by the window so I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm just desperately gagging for air <laughs> so we've got the fan on he's like do we need the fan on do we <sighs> yeah we need the fan on we so need the fan on okay can you open the curtain too and he goes no because it's blowing right on my back are <laughs> not funny yeah so for him it's the direct opposite which is it's just god bless him he's such a sweet sweet boy but he's, you know, like Matt's only thirty eight.
1: Uh, oh, you cougar, you!
2: Oh, I know. Stop oh, it. Twenty one. Oh,
1: I didn't know you're a cougar.
2: Yeah, I'm a cougar. Maddie cougar Casa. Maddie, oh. get the everyday body lotion. Love it to keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've got to tell oh. him about all the
0: menopausal symptoms, or yeah. perimenopausal symptoms, and he's like, "Oh, hun, I don't want. I, I like. Do I really need to know about any of that? Just, you know, just try
1: and be a bit nice." <laughs> Hey, I love what Ellie Mooney used to do to tell. Remember Ellie oh. Mooney? Oh, yeah. Did what, what did that she that used way? to say to her husband? Sorry, because you reminded me of it. How?
2: Who's Ellie Mooney? Why don't oh, I know she her? She's the beautiful, the girl I learned all the personality, personality stuff from. And she originally. was a
1: co-author of Read My Lips.
2: She's just she's oh, hysterical. Okay, but yeah. she wrote a book called Pressing the Right Button. Yeah. So she does. She's the first one that introduced me to the personality work. She ah. is amazing. Um, PersonalityPlus.co.nz. If you want to look her up,
1: she's beautiful. But she didn't tell her husband. That she was going through menopause or that she had gone through it 15 years previously. She just cycled every month.
0: (laughs) Oh, clever girl.
1: Clever, clever girl. (laughs) She would just tell him, oh, sorry, darling, but you know. For
0: 15 years, she hadn't had a cycle. So I think that's very clever. Because, okay, because. so as of this podcast, and people, if you if you breathe a word of it, <laughs> this is strictly between us. As of this podcast. Do, no, no, and do not tell it. Ali Mooney's husband. <laughs> we need to tell you this. Or mine. It's and easy. I'm still getting my cycle every two weeks. Can we just say that? <laughs> <laughs> I will be very no, no, menopausal for the next 20 He has this thing years. whenever
2: they were, because they started traveling quite a lot, and he has this thing, the minute you're staying in a hotel, it's off.
0: Oh, so she just kept saying oh, it yeah, for 15,
1: 15 years. And as far as we know, we haven't seen her it. for about five years. She's probably still saying That's hysterically it. funny. It is, it is. Oh, that's just hilarious. All right, so mm-hmm. we're going to wind up, but let's okay, so wind it up ahead. by by really talking about... Well, what about some of the books to read that you've yeah, written well, or things you've looked up? Like Passage to Power... Is an old book, but a goodie. And Dr. Dr. Cheryl, Cheryl Selman. Selman's um, "Hormone Heresy." I think is um, brilliant. absolutely brilliant. Uh, look, look Marianne, just, Marianne Williamson's "Age of Miracles." Age of Miracles. So there's three um, books to start with. And as, as far as what do I do when I get these symptoms? You know, you can go to traditional treatments, which is HRT. Or you can go right. I'm going to do something about this. Is it because I have some weight on me that needs to go? Because remember, fat releases the hormones. Um, do I need to eliminate a food for some period of time? And it might only be for a period of time. It doesn't mean you need to eliminate it for the rest of your life. It may be just to get you through this this um, this cycles. Look. It's a, it's to me, it's a trial and error because everybody's different. Not HRT doesn't work for everybody. Um, progesterone cream doesn't work for everybody. So there are, uh, are many things that we can Anna's look cream at. Is another Anna's thing yam, like do. I love Anna's yam, mm-hmm. and it worked for me for for many years because I had um, um, uh, not cysts but um, lumpy breasts, I'll call them because I can't remember the exact name for it. But I had lumpy breasts when I used Anna's yam. I never had lumpy breasts. Again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I used Anna's Yam. Danny Danny presented me with an article about
2: 15 years ago saying that the more breasts are (laughs) massaged... Oh, the less likely percent. chance of breast cancer bre- you would have breast cancer. Of course he does. Because he can't tell me that for years. Yes, I know. So he's very happy to rub and Anna's yam cream. Anyway, <laughs> on um, his
1: breast? <laughs> on his animal. <laughs> um Dr. Christiane Northrop would have oh, a good book yeah. wouldn't she? But you know what? When I started to look into this, there is no as far as I can see, they don't know what causes them. No. Mm. There's no. But they do anything. know that antidepressants. She's got that book. book Woman's Wisdom? Women's wisdom. I would, yeah. Uh, Christiana Northrup would be wonderful. But I, I do know this, is that they know that antidepressants stop um, hate, uh, stop hot flashes.
2: Antidepressants. Antidepressants,
1: yeah. So I was reading about it, and it was all drugs that they talked about, so antidepressants, um, HRT in some instances, and they talked about a couple of other things. But if you go and look at the research on on Professor Google and just go and see it, and you can get into PubMed, you know, you don't have to stay just in the, the normal stuff. You can actually get into the research. They actually don't really know. They have ideas of what might be causing it, but they don't know what's causing it. But it has to have something to do with the hypothalamus and the hormones. For them to work just like that, the hormones have to be connecting to the hypothalamus. So there's a nervous system um, component to this. So for me, um, it's chiropractic care to get the nervous system working right. Uh, Exercise? It, exor- definitely. Um, to do get out there and do some movement of some sort. Really consider what you're eating. Um, a, can it's, I add one in? Yes, go for it. That I've had a number
2: of people email me and say it's helped, and I don't know how I, but my beautiful hormone balance, balance. I've
1: been using that like there's no
2: tomorrow. The essential <laughs> oil. The, also, the essential oil of rose is an amazing oh, oil
1: for going the, through, through menopause, menopause and too.
2: femininity and going through menopause. And, and it I also nothing, has the highest vibrational frequency. And I know that it's $450 a bottle, but I'm telling you, I, I, I wear rose most days,
1: and each time and look, I she has no menopause. I'm amazing to 68. You
2: do, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just saying that you know if you're looking for alternatives, then I just know that essential oils. are a beautiful, another ritual to engage. At least bring them into your daily body life and add your um, magnesium into that because magnesium is what's helping with the cell communication. Oh, um, magnesium. I'd forgotten about the magnesium. Definitely. I'd be putting. If I was going through menopause, I know that's one thing I would be doing two, three, four times a day.
1: Can I use that? Well, it, it's got an oil. You can use it on
2: the ACG. Okay. I know I've been using the Yehovah, but I know. No, you can use magnesium. It's not an oil, okay. it's actually a salt. All right, so, um, but I'd be using those kind of rituals, and for me, really embracing that femininity, making my bedroom a boudoir, like really seriously, making it pretty, girly it up a bit, like identify get in with that. Okay, well, my bedroom is actually
0: incredibly masculine.
2: Yeah, I know it is. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I've been in there. It is, isn't it? it needs a dress up. We're going out. Okay. Can you come over? Yes. I think we need to go to
1: like some sort of beautiful french. We need to do mine too, then. Oh this. Because yeah, yeah, mine's very masculine too. It bloody
0: is a peer of yours. Yeah, yeah, have you yeah. seen mine?
1: Yeah, I oh, have. It's got beautiful candles
2: and yeah. lights and
0: Okay, so we need to do that. Can we have a yeah, girly day and go do that? I and think
2: Can we you bring should. me some rose oil? Yeah, rose oil to me. I've had Just a, invoice me for that? Again seriously no joke i've had women email me saying now it's not for every, again i don't know if it's helped yeah, everybody and
1: and, and and there is no panacea we're just giving ideas of what we can do but
0: i think that the rose oil would make me feel feminine it uh, does so whether while it's, you're working while put your we, rose oil on
2: yes all yeah. right and I think another, it's hormone balance because it's got rose oil in it as well. Yeah, there you go. Definitely have that going in your office when you're working, just to help bring out. Because the thing is, if we're not embracing the the creativity, the the right side, the softness, the femininity of ourselves, then you're not giving your business and all of us that follow you the fullest potential. Of
0: who Totes you agree. Like.
2: Totes agree. Which is why I've been very focused
0: mm. on it. But yes, I do need to put that in my oil burner that and changes I, colour as it burns.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: It's the same as yours, actually. Oh, one's, yeah, mine's the same now. as We've been here
1: a while, have we? <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other thing is, is take some time out. Oh, good. Yeah, I think, Weed. you know, like, yeah. you don't take time out, Karen, although you are starting to. See, my mornings are my ritual, mm-hmm. and and that's part of my, I do my body boosting, of course, in amongst all of that. But it's, and I feel so good mm-hmm. with that ritual um, of what I do, and that is, you know, I get up, I, I go for exercise, um, I do some other things in between, and then go for my exercise and swim, and, and then come back and get my breakfast and Can yeah. I just say to both of you, you are my heroes because
2: even going through this, I don't ever hear any, either of you complain and yet there's a lot of women and men out there that complain about menopause and I just want to honour you both that you search rather than complain and for me as a, an observer, it is beautiful to watch people investigate and educate rather than Complicate and become very upset and angry and annoyed and get frustrated with it. Like, to me, don't complain, don't complicate it, don't become frustrated by it. This is a, a gift, an opportunity, a learning. Well, for... in the life that we live, in to, to follow what you're saying,
0: in the life that we live today, it's part of it. Mm. It's not, not a part of it, and what we resist persists. So what's the point of trying to resist it and pretend it's not happening? Because there's no alternative in the life that we live in today's society. So embrace it and then do what you
1: can to enhance the experience for yourself. And then, you if, know, if you think that by doing the same thing as what you're doing today and you mm. have these issues and you continue to do them and you expect a different result, then you're delusional. Insane. Delusional. Yeah. Insane, whatever you want to say. Absolutely. So you have to make changes in your life and we've given you some examples of making change in your life but all you have to do is go to our websites mm. and, and really have a look at because the three of us are at specialists in in three major areas of people's lives and I think if they, they go to all those areas it can make a really different, really big difference It's a holistic approach and I just want to say that you just did a pearl at um, Kimmy you said investigate and educate don't complicate and complain. And comp- don't complain um, and... Investigate and educate, don't complain and... and complicate. And complicate. For some reason I wrote it down wrong. It was very clear. Okay, don't in- investigate and educate, don't complain and complicate.
0: I love it. And mm. it's almost as much as good as your, where's my mind? Never mind.
1: <laughs>
2: the Today's garden. been a pearly, see, this is what happens when you're not peri or menopausal. You actually have quite clarity. Wherever <laughs> <laughs> that mind might be. She's Wisdom. so on fire today. I don't know Um, and you're I've been amazing. placing just on my, oh. on, on Instagram and like chocolate for women page, I'm putting up there a what a day, a five to 10 minute workout a day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so you know, if you don't know what yeah. to do, then follow that. If you're not sure, then look at the epic mindset stuff that we can create through our minds and awareness and the that's, femininity. That's epic entrepreneur. That epic, one? epic
0: entrepreneur, all the W's dot karensmith.com.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did that so well. <laughs>
2: forfeit phase eliminate for a full phase that elimination <laughs> protocol changing and 28.com the
1: number 8.com mm.
2: for rose oil and
1: hormone balance. And make <laughs> are, it are you stocked up on your rose oil?
2: Yeah. You but, better be. but sometimes you have got to allow two week delivery because some we can only stock a small amount. I'm not so. I'm
0: not waiting two weeks. You've got the
2: one that's in stock then, all right.
1: <laughs> um, but there is It's a, not what you know people it's who. <laughs> so you only have a couple of days to get more rose oil in because you know what's going to happen. (laughs) I would be, if seriously, with the results that I've had with
2: a number of women, that's one thing I'd be going for. And I'm not just saying that. It is one I'd be looking at.
1: I have got a few pointers right now that I'm gonna include in my and what I'm doing. But you know, like what what we'll do is, is as the weeks go past I'll let everybody know mm. you know how we're going. So mm. next week we are interviewing Shani and Julius. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we probably won't discuss that um then, but we'll discuss it the week after. Mm. Right? Yes. And we'll Sounds and good. we'll talk about what you're doing, you know, and how that's changed. And we'll do it very, very um, quickly. Now just One more thing, last week we did talk about lead in aluminium cans. Um, And I just think it's really good that if someone was listening to last week and they'd heard that conversation, I had never heard of it. Um, But Kim had had heard something on Facebook. Somebody had said to her, aren't you scared of the lead in aluminium cans? What I could find was that they used to seal the can in the old days with lead and that Mm. caused lead poisoning, but there's no lead now. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought there was more of an issue with the 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 plastic. So that's just a a lead on from last week because we had a little conversation about that and I just think it's really important that people, you know, we do finish conversations.
0: Yes, we do tie the loop, we on, do that tie the loop. on that note? On that note. On that note. Thanks for joining us here on today's podcast. It's been an absolute treat. I love talking about all things menopause and old people. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> dried
0: up wrinkled prunes. Did you hear what she said? I Dried up, wrinkled prunes. <laughs> nasty, nasty. I think she's gonna. I think you're gonna get a run on the on the body moisturiser too. Sorry, honey.
2: It's extraordinary.
0: I've been told. <laughs> Skanky tart. <laughs> so, if you want to make a comment about Kim and her skankiness <laughs> or anything that we've spoken about today, join us on Facebook at all the W's.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat. Also, you can join us on thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat. And it's been awesome to share today with you. So, join us here next week and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world.